This week we're going to talk about electronic mail services. Um, when it comes to um, mail services um, in Linux, you have basically uh, two options for your message transfer agent. A message transfer agent or MTA basically is a program that delivers uh, email messages between computers across the network. Um, the two main message transfer agents in Linux are Postfix and SendMail. SendMail is a, a very popular uh, MTA that's been in the Unix world for a long time and Postfix is an implementation of uh, an MTA that uh, it's kind of a newer one but it's more secure and it's much more uh, I think it's way simpler than uh, SendMail, easier to understand and uh, a lot more secure so Postfix is the one that I'm gonna uh, demo today and uh, teach you. Um, message transfer agents basically, like I said, deliver messages between computers across the network. And in order to do so, um, they rely heavily on DNS. Uh, and more specifically on the MX records in DNS. Uh, let's take a look at our uh, DNS zone file for the domain. So cd var name chroot var name more csc. So basically, in our DNS, we have a uh, domain name csc57e.edu. And uh, let's say I had a user tlos1 at csc57e.edu. Now, how would a uh, a message transfer agent know where to send email for the um, csc570e.edu domain. Um, the answer to that is the MX record. So let's take a look at that and find the MX record for this domain. Uh, let's see where is it? Here it is. Okay. Here we have a, a record in DNS called the MX record. And MX records come with a uh, with a weight, which in this case is five. Now we could have a second MX record with uh, uh, a weight as well, and let's say that weight is uh, ten. Well, basically, um, the MTA does an MX lookup for the domain and it gets the list of servers and their preferred numbers or weights and then basically uh, the MX record with the smallest uh, number or weight has the highest priority and it's the first server that the MTA will uh, try to connect to to deliver the, the mail okay so it's it's very important that um, that when we uh, configure DNS that we take into account the MX record if we're setting up an email server and uh, ideally you want to have two MX records so uh, so that you are um, highly available you have two two possible uh, mail servers to deliver the mail for the domain in case one goes down then it delivers to the other one or you could set it up so that if one goes down then the other one can queue the mail until the other one comes back and then when that happens then uh, the the one the other one will relay the mail to the primary uh, MTA. 
So, like I said, uh, send mail and postfix are MTAs, and uh, I'm going to show you um, postfix. Um, the first, if you're going to use postfix, you're going to have to install it from the RPM. So, you need to do an RPM minus IVH and on the postfix RPM, which uh, should be in the FTP directory where the RPMs are. And this is the name of the postfix file. Okay. Uh, one thing you want to do is you want an RPM minus E send mail to remove send mail because really, you, you, if you're going to use postfix, then you don't need send mail. And if you're going to use send mail, then you don't need postfix. So in our case, we're using postfix. So I'll get rid of send mail. That way you don't have any conflicts or issues. Um, once you install uh, Postfix, then the configuration files for Postfix are found in the etc Postfix directory. And the main configuration file is the main.cf. So we can vi main.cf and take a look at the, um, at the important uh, variables. Okay. Uh, these are the, the the variables that you want to uh, take a look at and and edit when you uh, configure Postfix. Um, the first one is the domain or my origin. I'm sorry. So let's look for my origin. Okay. This specifies a domain that uh, locally posted mail appears to come from. And in my case, I made my origin point to the variable my domain. Okay, so now let's go take a look at my domain. Let's see, we find my domain. Where is it? There it is. In my case, I'm in my uh, virtual machine. So, um, since I'm not delivering the mail for this domain here, csc570e.edu, I'm delivering for more specifically just my host. So my domain is actually my host because um, this will be for mail inside the tlos1.csc570e.edu domain. So an email account, for example, would be nastudent at tlos1.csc570e.edu. Okay. Now let's go, another variable that you want to edit is the my destination. So let's take a look at that. And here's my destination. It basically specifies the list of domains that this machine considers its final destination for. And let's see what it is. Okay, so it's going to be the final destination for my host name, which uh, we already looked at and it's tlos1.csc570e.edu and also for anything for localhost. Okay, now let's take a look at my networks. My networks defines who is permitted to relay using uh, this postfix server. Now, um, relaying means uh, who is allowed to send mail, who is allowed to use this mail server to send the mail to the next hop or the next destination. Okay, so I'm allowing uh, 
any host on this network, my local network, to be able to uh, use this server to relay mail. Okay. Another important parameter is the relay domains. Relay underscore domains. Okay. And relay domains in my case is my destination, which is the um, tlos1.cse570e.edu, which is my host name. And um, this is where email can be relayed to. So this is, I only want to relay email to my destination, which is tlos1.cst570e.edu. So if somebody was using this email server to send mail to the .uis.edu domain, it would say relay denied because I'm only allowing it to go to this destination, my destination. Okay. So let me see what else. Um, INET interfaces. This specifies a network interface where uh, we're going to be listening on. And in my case, I put all. So we listen on all network interfaces. Okay. And that's basically it. Uh, those are the only uh, variables that you need to change to make this work. So then the next step is to save that and then to restart to start the postfix server. To start postfix, you can do service, start, service, postfix, start, and that will start it. And then if you want it to start automatically on boot, you could do a check config, minus minus levels, two, three, four, and five, postfix, on, okay? And um, one more thing that I want to show you is the etc, the aliases file. This concept of aliases, let me vi this file. Um, this basically uh, creates an alias. So um, let's say I have Tulio as an alias. And what that means is anything that you send to Tulio will actually go to something that I tell it to. So in this case, I'm going to tell NAS student. So anything sent to Tulio at tlos1.csc570e.edu will be sent to NIS student at, at tlos1.csc570e.edu. So that, that's what an alias is. It's basically um, just a... a another mailbox that points to an existing account. Now, every time you edit this file, you, if you look at the top of the uh, file, it tells you that every time you edit this file, you need to run the new aliases command. Okay, so let's do that. New aliases. 
we'll restart Boards Fix. Okay. And now we should uh, we should see that this is listening on port 25, which is the SMTP port. Okay, and here we see that this master process, which is the postfix process, is listening on port 25, which is good. So now, <clears throat> basically, uh, uh, MTAs um, connect to other servers. They query DNS, find out where the email needs to go to, they, then, then they connect to that server, and when they connect to the server, they talk this protocol called SMTP. And I'm going to show you a simple SMTP uh, transaction to send email. So in this case, I'm going to tell net to localhost on port 25. Okay, now I, I connected to that server, so now I'm going to say hello to the server and I'm going to put the domain where I'm going to be coming from which is tlos1.csc570e.edu okay then I'm going to say uh, mail from and this is going to be from nis user And then it's going to go to RCP, RCPT2. I'm going to go to Tulio, which is my alias. So I'm sending it to Tulio, but it really is going to go to NIS student because I created an alias. Okay, now I'm going to type data. And then I'm going to type subject colon testing new email server this is just a test now to end it just put a dot and then hit enter and quit and that's basically an email transaction um, what I did was it, I basically uh, uh, put all the parameters that I need to create an email as part of the SMTP transaction and um, before that I connected to the uh, port 25 which is the SMTP port and uh, I did a complete transaction SMTP transaction so now there should be an email in um, in the inbox of NIS student okay so what we're gonna do is um, we're gonna talk about now um, how to go about retrieving email from an inbox okay to do that you, you, you need either the an IMAP server or a POP server and these are basically protocols used for retrieving mail from an inbox. Um, Pop basically goes there and grabs all the messages from the inbox and downloads them to your computer. And it runs on uh, port 110, TCP 110. It listens on TCP 110. 
IMAP meanwhile just connects to the server checks the mail from there and you read it from there you never bring it to your computer it's all kept there with pop um, the difference is you actually download it to your computer and normally you delete it from the server with IMAP you always keep it at the server and you just connect and read it and IMAP runs on TCP port 143 okay now um, with our Linux distribution we have an IMAP server called um, it's actually an IMAP and a POP server and it's called Dovecot so you need to go to the RPMs directory and install Dovecot okay I've already installed it here yeah, it's not there but it's already installed RPM RPM query Dovecot okay it's already installed now Dovecot you configure in uh, using the file etc and the one important thing that you need to remember in this is this setting here called protocols um, Dovecot does like I said IMAP and POP but it can also do IMAP S which is secure IMAP which is encrypted and POP 3S which is secure POP um, in this in my case I'm only running IMAP and POP 3 so when I start Dovecot I should be listening on ports 110 and 143 so let's take a look at that um, again if you want Dovecot to start automatically you need to do a check config minus minus levels two three four five Dovecot on okay etc init.d Dovecot start it's already started so I'm just gonna restart it just I could do just to verify that okay Dovecot started now I'm gonna do net stat minus net p by grab Dovecot and I can see that it's listening on ports 110 and 143 that's pop that's IMAP okay so now to quickly verify uh, uh, a pop transaction you could do the same thing I did with SMTP and Telnet to the local host and this time port 110 and um, the pop protocol is a little bit different than SMTP but basically you put the user and then NIS and the name of your user which in my case is NIS student and then password to put the password which is student see and now I'm logged in okay so uh, that's basically how you do that um, with SMTP you don't really need a password um, so you can secure your SMTP server and only allow relay when the users authenticate as an option but it's not required while with IMAP and uh, POP you definitely need uh, credentials so you will always use the user and pass to put your username and password to, to read the email um, the um, last week or uh, 
let's see, when was that? Last week when we installed Apache, uh, we kept it running, and there is an, a simple web interface for, for connecting to IMAP servers, and it's called Squirrel Mail. Squirrel Mail is basically just a web client for an IMAP server. And if you install this RPM, which is also found in the RPMs directory on the FTP, um, you could just install that. And uh, before you install it, you have to install this dependency, which is PHP MBS MB string. So install PHP MB string, then Squirrel Mail. Both are found on FTP. And once you do that, restart Apache, and you will have a um, a way to read your um, to connect to your IMAP server over the web. So let's test that. I've already installed this, so I'm going to HTTP colon slash slash localhost, and then um, by default, um, Squirrel Mail creates a directory called Webmail where it mounts from. So let's go there. Okay, there you go. There's Squirrel Mail. I'm going to log in as an IS student. And my password is student. Yes. And there I connected. And there is the email. Right here is the email we sent. which remember we sent it to Tulio, but since Tulio is an alias to NIS uh, student, it came here and there is the email. So basically we were able to, um, to create an email, send it using the postfix MTA, and then uh, it was delivered to an inbox and then we used uh, IMAP, the IMAP protocol through Squirrel Mail to, to read the email. Um, now I'm going to quit. And a couple more things I want to tell you about um, um, Postfix is that Postfix has a lot of uh, configuration variables on the main.cf file that we configured. And to see all the different settings, you can run the command postconf and that tells you all the different parameters set there. So if you're not sure what a parameter is or that you might have a problem, you can do that and then grab whatever command you're looking for. So for example, I could do postconf pipe grab. Um, if I don't know what my uh, host name is, I could grab my host name and it tells me that I have my host name set to telos1. That 578.edu, so that's configured correctly. Um, then, uh, if you're having problems with your mail server, or if you, your queue gets too full, you can use the mail queue command, and this will show you anything that's on the queue. Currently, my queue is uh, empty, which is which is always a good sign. Okay, that basically covers uh, email services.